God Tier Podcast. We are back with another installment. Mm -hmm. The coolest battle rap podcast in the fucking world. Over here with my co host. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Make you feel like you overdosed till you comatose. Locking it down, and if she's 21 and over, we gonna hit it from coast to coast. Uh, Come on. Uh. You playing Pine Uno, and uh, we got a legend with us right now. Come on, man. One <laughs> of the illest lyricists. And I'm not even going to say West Coast. I'm going to say hip-hop history, the man himself, Tash. Yes, come sir. on, come on, come on. What's up with it? You look healthy. What I look like before, man. Yeah. <laughs> you look healthy. A lot of people have been no, telling me that. He said, 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 said you look lately. I'm like, I'm like, I, what, 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 nah, well, I'm going to tell you like this. I don't know if you're aware, but you and I are both on the same path right now, mm -hmm. the sobriety journey and all that. And mm -hmm. um, I know if you if you pull up some pics or videos of me from two and a half years ago, it's a different person right there. Mm -hmm. So, and um, I, I, we could unpack that a little bit later, but I just want to give you your flowers on that, just off rip the fact that you've taken these strides to improve your life. It's hey, inspirational. Hey, it's a, it's a, it's a whole new me. You know what I'm saying? And it's a blessing because you know, like you said, if you'd called me a couple of years ago, wasn't no telling where I'll be right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, um, you know, I appreciate that. And a lot of people have been telling me, you know, encouraging me and everything, telling me that that I'm on the right path. So it got to be something to that, you know? So we're going to talk about what I've been up to, but I'm, I'm congratulations to you, too, for making that step, you know? By the grace of God. What about you? You still drinking, Man, smoking, and do all that shit? Do, what up? Do, do, no, fuck with <laughs> <laughs> he, he He don't really, he's not a drinker like that. Uh, I, I, I just smoke weed. But look, man. I really like I'm still keeping it calm right now because like what people don't understand watching this is how how serious of a how how much this interview means to me. You know what I'm saying? I want people to to really understand who Taj is, not just to the world, which a lot of you already fucking know, but I want people to understand who he is to me in my career and you know what I'm saying, like why this interview has to be the craziest interview for me out of all interviews I've done and that I'm going to do, you know? So this is some shit like I'm going to dive right into, you know what I mean? There would be no disaster without Tash. And that's what's so fucking crazy. You know what I'm saying? And like, before I go any further on that, the fact that you are a fan of my shit the way you are, like coming to my event, I saw you watching my battles too. The props you're giving me, it, I, I'd be like, thanks, but you don't know what's going on in my head because mm -hmm. there are a couple of rap. Like, I started hip hop because of Onyx and DMX. That's why I became a rapper. Wow. So I'm a rapper because of them. Those mm -hmm. are the first people I heard that really moved me. But when I became disaster, <laughs> that transition into becoming disaster wouldn't have happened without you. And there's so many parallels that I want to talk about. And I have no ego saying this. You're the only person I can say this about. So I'm going to go on record and say this. I used to bite the hell out of your style. Like I'm talking about take your style and your voice and use it like the same way. I, I didn't have my style. I didn't have a style yet. I used to write, but like it was just, there was, it, it didn't have nothing to it. The first time I ever felt like I had flavor was listening to you. And I was like, this is me. But I thought it was me. Like, I was like, this is how I sound naturally. Like wow. he's, he's what I'm going to turn into when I'm older. Not only that, by coincidence, I used to tag catastrophe everywhere. So this is, this is the fucking crazy shit. It wasn't my rap name, but it was like my tagging name. I used to tag it everywhere. I tagged catastrophe. I liked the way it it's looked. good letters. It, like, the way it looked was just so fucking crazy to me, you know. So he's not yeah, he's not um, faking jacks either right nah, now. This is the, the, I'm, I'm you're the only person I'm gonna to be able to, able to say this to. So I have I have no ego saying this because, like, dog, like for me, you were the best rapper on earth. Like not just on the West. Like when I heard you, I was like, this is the next big thing. I don't give a shit. Like you. The way you your pauses and your pockets and the way you connected your syllables was was brand new. It just it just you had your own style and there was nothing like it. And I felt like you were the first dude that was really balancing the lyricism in the mainstream shit. Like you couldn't almost put a finger on which one you were. 
were you an MC or were you like a mainstream rapper? Like with rap life, you couldn't tell because you had everything. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Which brings me to the story of rap life. Uh, <laughs> so like knowing rap life was going to come out at the time, you know, and there, a lot of people like be like spreading like new, like rumors about me, like that I grew up rich and I had all this shit. And thank mm. God, like my, my, my parents, like I've worked since I was 15 and a half, mm. you know what I mean? Like had a job. Right. Wow. Spend half they his always life taught in a us third world they, country, and, and they always taught us to always work for our shit. Mm. At the time, I didn't have a fucking job, and shit was going a little bad. I was selling weed here and there, and I was doing shit like that, and it was just, you know, I was like, I don't like fucking sixteen years old. You know what I'm saying? Um, I didn't, I didn't really have money like that, and like I was just broke as hell, and I wanted your CD so bad, bro, and I was just like. You know what? Fuck it. There's a big ass guard right there in front of the Macy's. So there was a Macy's and there's a Sam Goody right next to it. You know what I'm saying? And that's where they were selling the shit back then. Whoever knows, remember Sam Goody. You know what I mean? Don't tell me you snatch and grab like, like everybody doing right now with the jewelry stores and shit. I <laughs> didn't snatch and grab. Not only did I snatch and grab, I, I went in there, I grabbed the CD. And then, like, as I was walking out, there was there was people in the way. I pushed them out the way, right? And I ran through the metal detector. The thing rang, and then a security guard started chasing me. He was, like, uh, right there, right? Yeah. He tries to grab me in the Macy's. Oh, God, I fire on him. I turn around, I fire on him. We start fighting, smashing him through this shit, and, like, dragging me to the point where I get to the door. And I'm like, I'm taking this fucking <laughs> album with me no matter what. He's holding on to my leg, dragging through the door. I'm getting out. He's trying to grab his mace. There's he even tries to, like, mace. And, like, I, the <laughs> door the closes. Mace. The door closes, and I just start fucking booking it out of there. Laid the fucking dude out. Like, he was all fucked up. You know what I mean? And I went to the house. Man. <laughs> Rolled a fucking blunt And I threw the fucking album on And that shit was The craziest shit I ever heard in my life And I still like one of the the, the the record that really plays in my head From from that moment was the Taj Rules Everything around me you know That's LV shout out LV <laughs> <laughs> But yeah so that like that's really Like how how bad I wanted to have your shit you know what I'm saying And mm. I would have did anything To get that CD because it was just so and, and I never did that with anything else. I didn't go buy anybody else's CD. I didn't get any CDs. I didn't do that with nobody. It's, that was the only CD I wanted to fucking have. And that's the only CD I cared about. Still one of my favorite albums till this day of all time. Well, <laughs> let, me, let me use some depth for taking penitentiary chances. To, yeah, to yeah, get, like, I really took some chances and fought a security To get an album that only cost 12 bucks, but damn. That's yeah, a, yeah. Times was hard. I think it was 20 at the time, too. Like, back then? Was it Was it 12? It was probably more. 12 99 something like 16 I don't know. I didn't, ha I didn't have a single dollar to my name, so that's that's why that happened. It sounds crazy because people think I grew up rich, but I really was A lot of people said they stole my Alcoholics too. They they said they <laughs> shoplifted and did all that. They stole the motherfucker. But I've never heard nobody sucking out the. the yeah, bro. Like I really and, and to be honest with you, I'm pretty, cameras, I'm right? pretty sure he would have followed me all the way out and continued. But like you know, I think that's like either that's against the law. Yeah, their jurisdiction or something. Yeah, like you I, get that. I, once I got out the door, I remember knowing I was good. Like I just. Dashed across the shit. I was all fucked up. They gonna give you the assault and battery for the security guard. <laughs> they, they gonna, gonna give you the for like, the stealing we go, shit. Hey man, they I was a minor at the time. Running, they gonna give you evading or some <laughs> shit. Yeah, you, did, you, did a, you did a lot for that CD, man. So, yeah, man. So you yeah, know, I'm glad it changed your life, like you said, man. Because if you said you wouldn't be here without me, then we both here together now. So you know what I mean. That's that's the the most important thing. But damn, nobody's ever broken down like that. Yeah, um, it's pretty. I've always wanted to. Okay, so here's the craziest part about this. And you're not going to believe this. I told you this fucking story in Sweden, but you was drunk as fuck. You told me the same story? I literally, when I met you in Sweden, when I met you. Who, me? I didn't tell you the... Yes, you. We were together in Sweden, bro. You probably was talking to Jay Well, man. He no, it was you. We were all together in Sweden. <laughs> I got Sweden stories, too. But I'm telling you now, we were there. I, I didn't get into depth with you, but when I, when I shook your hand... You're like, oh, nice to meet you. Da -da -da. I was like, yeah, nice to meet you too, bro. You have no idea who you are to me. Man, I done socked guards out to take your CD. Like, da -da -da -da. And you're like, yeah, word. And then I was like, all right. Like, da -da -da. I probably thought you were bullshit. You I was, probably was you looking was, at you like, no, you didn't. You was, you was lit out of your mind. So, like, I'll, I'll, yeah. just, I'll just, I chopped it that up. That was my that. MO. That was my MO. Yeah. I, 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 I was, I was. 
trying to live up to the image. <laughs> you know what I'm nah, saying? I was like, damn. Was like, uh, the, the, and, and that's it was like, a whirlwind. I remember what you're talking about, too. I, I can we imagine that being, being like a lot of pressure at a certain point when you're the alcoholics, you're the licks, and not only is there that name, which is so crazy to live up to, but the reputation of having the livest shows, and we spraying 40 ounces on that everybody was in the was front that, row. That was the whole thing. That was like, when I said living up to the image, what I meant was, I was serious about that. No. What I meant was, everywhere you turn, I could be in a mall, somebody won't have a drink with us. Right. They, they, what they want to do is buy you a drink and take a picture of it. You know what I'm saying? So if we go to... If we go to uh, any show, first of all, backstage is going to have all the, on our rider, it says something like six bottles of Hennessy, six bottles of vodka, six bottles of this. That's crazy. And it was really just a party with the fans every night. But when that yeah. shit get in your system after 20 years of the same shit, your yeah. body start getting used to it, right? So when you get, I can tell you, y'all work out and, and y'all in shape and shit, but <clears throat> it's like basically... You can look like you in shape, but your body's still physically addicted. To, you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, one thousand percent. When you wake up and you got a drink just to feel normal, right? You know what I'm saying? That's when you know you got problems. So. I, I, I was curious, like, how bad were, were you getting delirium tremens? Were you getting the shakes every morning if you wouldn't drink? And I got and the shakes before. I got the shakes before, but it, it, it was really like I was just partying too. I was like, I bought a house in Vegas and shit, and um, just they to can add tell you, they can another tell you layer that, to it. Vegas. Yeah, yeah, I bought a house in Vegas, and um, I think that was the turning point where I just started a Officially not giving a fuck, you know what I'm saying? Like, I lived way in the suburbs, five bedroom. I was living by myself, and then I got so bored, I invited Quest, you know what I'm saying? My little brother and my other homeboy to come live with me, and they was all party animals, you know what I'm saying? So really, from that point to um, when I bought that house to two years later, I think that's all we did was drink, smoke, fuck with bitches, jump in the pool, and go record them. I had a little little cut like home studio or some shit and we, we wouldn't leave the house we'd throw our own parties like Vegas would come to us right you know what I'm saying yeah, Floyd Mayweather been over the there no bullshit he bought six Rolls Royces and showed up in my career <laughs> and so you and you well into your 30s at this point I assume right cause yeah, it's like yeah I'm all, um, yeah I'm in my 30s right I was 28 when I dropped Rapper Life Okay, yeah, yeah. 27. Right, right. Um, it's funny because he, he brought up that album. For me, it was about six, seven years before that. It was 21 and over. Yeah, mm -hmm. It was over. the record Damn. Damn. Was like that, that. That's what turned. Nah, that was on. That was on a second album. On, on, on coast to coast. Yeah, coast, on coast, coast to coast. Yeah, it was yeah, a coast, to coast to coast too. But yeah, no, nah, twenty one and no, over. Twenty one and over crazy. was like make room and all that. Yeah, mm -hmm. but no, nah, but for me it was the second album because I was in seventh grade at the time right. when uh when when coast to coast came out and mm -hmm. that. You know, freaking girls at house parties and all that. Yeah, see, he you got in. Like, he found damn. out like that's crazy because he was into the licks first. Like mm -hmm. for me, I got into the licks because of you. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like I found out about you, then I found out about King T and everyone else. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, but like. Right. You were the initial, like, you know what I'm saying, where I had to start studying back, you know what I mean? I was mm -hmm. younger anyways. He's, he got a couple of years on mm -hmm. me. Just a couple. Don't, don't get too comfortable. <laughs> you, you, you're right behind me. You know, back right then, yeah, 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 back yeah. then yeah. them two, three years are like fucking five or six. Right. That's you know what I, mean? I told my homeboy, I told him if it was a race, you'd be breathing on my neck, but he's right behind me. <laughs> no, know, you know but, what, though? Uh, not for nothing, man. Like, I think this should be highlighted, bro. It's, it's actually... Um, it's amazing to see what you have done with rebranding yourself, bro. And I feel like it's a miracle that you're here, to be honest with you, because wow. you might not know, but like like I said, be, this is how bad it was for you. And we should talk about this because mm -hmm. of how you are now, because you're like you're complete now. Like you look your healthy presence. again. You're, 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 you're cognizant. You're there, bro. Like you're completely there. The two times that I've seen you before this, bro. Mm. The last time I saw you is where in my head, I was just like, fuck, man. Like we lost Taj. Mm -hmm. That's literally... How I was. Why you bring that up, man? I, because no, I fuck, I because no, no, nah, nah, yeah, <laughs> you caught me there. I thought nah, I really man, offended all you. That, all this shit is it's open. good, this no, but like no, you, sh you should talk about that because it highlights how like the the triumph. Because to get to where you got, bro, like people need to understand because you're gonna be that voice for them. Because some people get to a point, dog, and then they they're like, you know what? I'm already too deep, mm. and they let go, dog. And like you were at a point where most people let go, dog, and people need to see how you have not only got healthy again, got your mind back, got your everything back, but you rebranded, got your business back. You you and you look fly. You got all your shit going. Like you really did a, a one eighty. 
You know what I'm saying? And, and, and you should get your flowers for that straight the fuck up because to me, that's crazy. 1,000. I appreciate this, man. This, this whole platform shit and everything. I'm, I'm not a big talker on the, you know, the platforms and stuff like that, but I like talking about real shit. And y'all, I, I watched y'all shit and everything for the, you know, and y'all got the new show and everything. And I'm glad that y'all, y'all doing stuff like this, you know, because a lot of material get monopolous, you know. No, 1,000. And I'm sure you've done 100 interviews, thousands of interviews over the years. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we as as men, as um, constituents in the world of hip hop, as fellow MCs, it, it, it's a different type of dialogue we have. And, and now, you know, as a brother in recovery with you, I, I look at you on a whole other level. And especially us being on No Jumper, which is a platform that a lot of younger people watch. Yes, a lot of people that are, you know, the the culture of of the music nowadays is really driven by substance abuse. Like people always have the, the cliche statement is like, oh, we used to we used to. Um, listen to music from the drug dealers now we listen it from the users right. you feel me like and there, there's a little bit of truth to that that is the t- damn i never heard that one that's a good one right and, there, and, like. and you and like not for nothing bro like and keep on highlighting that you escaped a label that was slapped onto you that that made you like what you came out of is again damn near impossible no, you I, had I to can relate read. to that. No, but look, he had I can he, relate. because his name is Lush. Yeah, right. <laughs> My name is Lush, <laughs> and people uh, I caught that. That's right. why I was like, a couple years ago, we'd have been best friends. Exactly, man. we still gonna be best friends. Exactly. <laughs> no, and my whole image was based on getting fucked up. So yes. people, I right. would feel rude even if I didn't want to. If someone wanted to do a line with me, wanted to take a shot with mm. me, wanted to whatever. If I'm not there in the mix, like I, I have this obligation because right. I don't want to be like Beyonce at the gas station didn't wave to me you feel me and then like i have a fan that hates me forever you feel me like so i I could relate a lot to when you said that earlier like Mm. everybody want to turn up with tash was it were you out of like out of you swift and j-ro were you like the turn up king or was it yeah it was (laughs) (laughs) yes yes yeah yeah yeah, you know what i think this is a perfect segue into how because this is one of my favorite records of all time Mm. how did the record with old dirty hip hop drunkies? <laughs> hip hop drunkies. How I mean, did you get ODB, man? RIP, man. The goat, man. How did that, you? I mean, first of all, as a boy, because we was on loud records, so when we right. so y'all went together, yeah. we we already knew ODB and all that, and um, <clears throat> I did a, I did a pretty much um a record with every Wu Tang member except um I haven't done one with your um, Raekwon shit hard. That's I my haven't done one, one with you guy, and I have not done one with Master Killer. Okay, but I did one with Memphis mixtape. Did one with Ghost. Did one with um, Raekwon, and all these things. But that was our, that was our friend, that was our buddies. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. And and, and I'm, I'm gonna tell you this: like when when God made ODB, He broke the mold. You know what I'm saying? There is no, there'll never be another. And you know, you I, can, swear. I can go on and on about him, man. He was a, a, a what they say, a method to his madness and shit, mm-hmm. like. Everybody of thought course. he was crazy and shit. That he's an true. evil genius. He's like a, a crazy, like, like mad scientist. He, he was a free spirit to me. Like he didn't give us. Like he would get like his pickup lines with girls and shit would be like, "Hey baby, I, I know you got some good pussy because I can smell it for way over here." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> shit like that. Like just pop out his mouth and then you look at like what the fuck? They start laughing <laughs> and all this type of shit and everything. He was just a a, a natural, just like. Free spirit, man. I, I saw that. I, I could only of. imagine what the atmosphere was like when y'all was recording that. Like, how? Who came up with the idea to use the cubes dropping in the cup in the beat? The like, what? The, the, the ice, cu- yeah, the ice like, cubes dropping in the oh, cup. Oh, that's all. That's all. East Swift right there. That's East Swift. But <sighs> very, you know, very, very underrated producer. East Swift. He's Shouts one of the Swift, illest. Man, but I'm gonna crazy. tell you a story for the old heads. Is that what they call them? Old heads. OGs, we call them the cloth. We call them the cloth, man. Come on, let me try to. Okay, look, the the beat from ODB song, the um Hip Hop Junkies, was originally on this Juice Crew song that was a part of the. No, no, it was a video. Mm. Remember the one? Remember the symphony video? Of course. You remember the symphony video, right? Of course. You remember when they walking in the, the saloon with the guns and shit? And it's yeah. a little beat playing, like ding ding ding. Oh ding, yeah, yeah. Now nah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And Master Ace and uh, Cool G rap and Big Daddy K. Now yep, walked in. Yep. Swift heard that little beat and said, "Man, I could fuck. With, I could kill that." He just beat took right that there. little part. Yeah. But what he did back then, we had VCRs and shit. So what he did, he, he tried to sample it off the VCR. So when we when he first made the beat, <laughs> it sounded fuck. It sounded <laughs> shitty. That's we were amazing. like, niggas, like we can't That's use amazing. shit and everything. So. He tried his best to fuck with it. We like, we ain't fuck with that beat. And then um, what happened was, E. Swift saw Marley Marley, Marley Marl, 
at like a DJ convention or some shit like that. And he told him what he did. And next thing you know, Marley was like, oh, we love the alcoholics. And he sent the files to the original Juice Crew thing. Wow. The original one from 1987. Wow. Or so then Swift was like, we, we good. And made it. Then ODB, we wanted to do a song with him because we were drinking like, <sighs> we was drinking like, um, I was about to say mermaids. Nah, nah. Drinking like fish, <laughs> fish, 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 fish. Nah, nah. Um, but anyway, um, it wasn't hard to get him on the on the, on, the, on the song. It was just that when he he did agree to it, he was in L.A. and he called Loud Records. And he wanted all this shit to go with it. Like he wanted a limo to bring him in all this shit. So he took the limo and he disappeared for like six hours and shit. <laughs> right, and then he come back drunk as hell. We drunk as hell. So the the the, the key people. I mean the the the, the Hip hop fun fact about that song right there was that we all did the video. I mean, we all did the song together in the booth at the same time. So just like we standing right yeah, here, yeah, yeah. one microphone, Jay White right here, old Dirty Bass right here, I'm right here. That sounds like the most fun session I've ever was, heard in my life. All we man. had was raps on our head, and y'all were all lit. That's all we did. We just keep Dog, rapping back and forth. How do you not have all footage of that? A, There's footage have, of. It was too drunk to record. There's no footage of that anywhere. It probably was one of the big ass camcorders, man. Like, damn, Taz. We, we had a cell phone thing back then. That's we? that's like a serious. If that you came know out this, right now, do you know where this? Man, you know this 1997. Yeah, I know like, our yeah, battles like, weren't recorded might, for the it might same be reason. Though. I'm it just might saying be his shit was more important than our battles. It might be footage of that. Now I think about it because it was a lot of you know hoopla around us and shit. So if somebody got it. if you got that footage, man, you a rich motherfucker. Call me. That's crazy. Shit. You you brought up Loud Records. Were y'all were the first group signed to Loud, right? Were y'all before? Everybody Jay? think that no, no. See, the, the, clarify the, it. The list go like this: it was the first group. I, I know he had Twister. Yeah, Twister. We had Twister first. I think that was the first one. Then it was a group called Madcap from L.A. From L.A. Proof is in the pudding. Shout right? out to Joe. Shout out to um. People don't know about Madcap. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And, and the crazy part about how we got signed. We, we we used to be homies with Matt Cat. They were some Pasadena okay. and shit. So yep. we used to go to their studio sessions and sit in and just come up with hooks and shit. You know, just sitting in, whatever. But the crazy part, I don't know if y'all know Faye, Fabian Duvernay. Yeah, yeah. Faye, yep. you know, he was a big shot in the industry at the time. And he was fucking with Steve Rifkin. And Lau was just an idea back then, you know what I'm saying? Because they, they, they tried to sign Twister and it didn't work. And, and the Madcap thing didn't really go the way they wanted it but to. See, I just had to, they got a dude in there, his name is Coke, that's in Madcap. Mm -hmm. And I just talked to him about this a couple of days ago. Well, is that the lighter skin dude? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And everything. But I, I never knew that it was, I didn't want to, because we was drinking back then, so I don't, like a, the memory kind of foggy about this. But I just remember we went to the studio to fuck with them, and Fade is the one that got their, their deal at Loud. Okay. So when we went up there to, to fuck with them on some regular old shit, we had this demo tape, right? And we had um we had like we had MC eight on our demo and what? threat, deadly threat. Um we had a bunch of people, King T of course, um, and this and that. And I just remember we was in the it was their studio session Loud was paying for it. Was in Pasadena. We slapped our shit in as part of their session. Right. Every song he just kept saying, "Rewind that, man! Rewind." We were like, "Nah, this their time." You know what I mean? This is their studio session and this and that. He said, "Give me that tape, man." He said, "Just give me that tape." I got something. And he went home and called us the next day. It was like, "Steve, love the shit. Come through." Really, our demo was twenty one and over. Wow! Like they gave us some money to make which, an album, which is an undeniable demo. We yeah. recorded the shit Straight we already up. had, you know. So it, it, it worked out lovely and shit. But you know, it just seemed like when I said. I felt bad because from that point, it seemed like with this name, the alcoholics, nobody ever heard no shit like that, right? So I felt like we was taking the shine off of Madcap now, you know what mm. I mean? Because as soon as we got back and we got our deal, it was like they started pushing us, you know what I'm saying? But we like, what about the homies, you know what I'm saying? And they weren't getting pushed this hard, and I think they felt some kind of way about that, which I, I didn't understand until years later. And then I talked to him, and he was like, yeah, was kind of, you know what I mean? It wasn't but, your fault, though. Nah, nah, not even close to our fault, but... <laughs> I didn't know that's how they looked at it. I would have been, you know, I'd apologize. I wouldn't even, you know, I wouldn't bog out nobody's studio session and get a deal and then, you know what I'm saying, do all this other shit. But that's what happened. And then on the heels of that, like the whole entire Liquid crew, because that encompasses so many more MCs mm -hmm. than just y'all. That's like, you know, for yeah. people that don't know, Mad Lib was a part of that. Yes. You had the Loop Pack. You had Defari. You had Defari. Hey, Rue, man. Exhibit. Shouts out to Defari, man. I, I can't be going past names like that just casually. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, Defari was a voice in my childhood, man. <laughs> Shouts out to Defari. D to the man. A. Uh, what was my favorite? Um, 
verse from Defari was not even on his shit. It was on um, what was it? It was the L.A. song, man. Oh yeah, that song's exhibit, crazy. Yeah. Exhibit, you know, together we rise. No time for separateness. You know that that shit mm. that he had the hardest, like his voice, yeah. his vocals. That shit is tattooed to the inside of my skull. Type of shit. You know, Defari was ill. Defari. Feel the agony, man. Feel the agony. What's up with Phil, man? No cousin, he over there, man. That's, that, that, that's your like blood cousin. Nah, nah, man. we do both Smiths and okay. That's it. <laughs> but y'all grew up around each other. Like, yeah, how, yeah, when, when did y'all meet? Uh, probably 90. 90, 90. I think 90, 91. Because the main thing. Run the alcoholics drop. Here's what we want to know because we're huge fans of King T, man. Right. Yeah. How did the relationship with King T start? You know what I'm saying? And also, if you want to add to that, were you around when that transition where he influenced Biggie? Yeah, but um, that was later. That was like we was on the Biggie tour, and Biggie used to tell us how big of a just like yeah. you pumped me up just now. Yeah, that yeah. was Biggie the King T. Incredible, tip right there. That, that That's why same. Biggie's Biggie's like man, like for me. And if he people might, don't know what I'm talking about, I can play you songs. No, nah, he sound. He got the same flow. What I can play you songs that you'll be like, Damn, no, we know, we know, but we, but we, we respect it because like Biggie's such a. He's just such a humble, like you, you explaining it like that, that shows because for us, like one, one main thing that, that MC should always have is the homage element. And if you don't pay homage, you really, you ain't real with it. You ain't like, you know what I'm saying? You doing it for some other reasons, but if you could pay homage and still be powerful within your own self and still continue to contribute to the shit, like that's, that's what we look for, you know? And he checks out all the boxes, man. You can't say nothing about Big, like you know what I'm saying. Like that's yeah. a good example. But yeah, man, King T, man. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so how, how did you? How did y'all get on each other radar like that? Uh, well, me and Swift, we we had a group, right? I don't know if y'all know. Have y'all heard of um, uh, Born Allah? Yeah, the that's the homie from Project Blue. Oh, exactly. That was yeah. my first rap partner before okay. Dre Roll. You know wow. what I'm saying? So the whole thing was that me and Born Allah, we had a group called. Actually, before Ludacris and then we had a group called Disturbing the Peace. Mm. Mm -hmm. DOP, Disturbance of the Peace. And then. Oh, um, Disturbance of the Peace. Gotcha. Then he moved to a different part. And then basically, J Roll was the reason we, we. See, first of all, people don't know this, but King T coming up when they was coming up in, in um, Pacoima, King T used to be J Roll's DJ. Okay. So that's how that whole shit started. Shout wow. out to Scotty D and the Felix Shop and all y'all over there. And ain't a couple of y'all originally from Ohio? And yeah, me and Swift. Yeah. You and Swift, but, but J-Ro from... He had already he was already connected with King T. So okay. when we met J-Roll, me and J-Roll started hooking up doing this. Like, J-Roll always been in the 818, though, Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah. always out there. But um, 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 King T, basically... Um, he he took us it's like you we were talking this homage thing let me yeah. get my pop let me get my propers to uh king t man because <laughs> come on man. we want to hear this i don't know what i'd be doing if it weren't for king t because he on, took man. me under his arm like a little like he he knew j roll so him and j roll's cool right then what happened was e swift got hired by king t to be his dj because king t had another dj i think it was keep cooley or or i don't know who was djing for him at the time but whoever was couldn't make this tour for some reason right so E. Swift is over King T. I mean, over DJ Pool House cutting King T's hair. Somebody's hair, I think it was a Pool House. And the news came right then that he needed a DJ. So he's like, oh, man, we leave on tour tomorrow. So the night before the tour, it was a Cube, NW, no, it was Cube, uh, Too Short, and I remember like yesterday. That's crazy. Some kind of tour like that and everything. And King T was opening up. He was on the bill. And just overnight, he just Overnight, had no DJ. And it just so happened that while he was cutting his hair, the news came through that King T needed a DJ. King T's a DJ himself, so he has some turntables in the corner. Swift, I guess, auditioned for the motherfucker right, right there. Right on the spot. Swift's oh doing all the God. tricks and shit and all this shit. He might put a lot on these it. These are the moments. Whatever he did, he got the job that night, and I was living with E. Swift and, and his pops. And uh, Swift left and went on tour, and I, I was crushed. I was jealous. I was like, this Damn. nigga didn't take me. I said, all this shit I do, <laughs> carrying these motherfucking records for him. And he on tour, he don't even take his man. But the bottom line is that Swift got hooked up with that opportunity and killed it. So he's since then he's been King T's DJ, you know. Yeah. But um, that's how we really. But King T, I mean, Tila could have, he could have, you know, just been like, okay, J okay, Swift, and then left me on, the, you know, the back burner. But you know, Tila embraced me like a brother, and he started, you know, he wanted to do a, a crew thing, so the Liquid Crew was born, you know. And we was fucking with Tila way before that though. Tila was at me and. Over, I mean, uh, over twenty one events when I was like seventeen and shit. Because he was already, he was the first cracking this rapper that I met. You know what I'm saying? And not only did I meet him, 
he took me under his wing and shit. Yeah, and, and you could tell he has that big brother complex, man. That's like amazing. Like he has yeah. that where he, you know, I mean, he's nurturing. Um, you know, I wanted to ask you and segue into this because uh, we spoke about Phil Agony. Mm -hmm. I remember Phil Agony used to be over there at Fat Beats, just like serving people on the mic. He'd be on the mic just rapping and just challenging, like waiting for somebody to hop on. And you know what I'm saying? Um, did you ever battle? I don't know if he battled, but it seemed like he did. Did you have that? Like, what's your battle experience? Who? Because we know you have whack shit, like, you know what I mean? And, and also, you know, you got other beefs with certain people. But I'm saying, did you ever jump into the ring? Because you're a lyricist, bro. And you, you had like a really you had battle punchy, rhymes. You did. You yeah, had a punchy style. Like, I'd smack you. Like, da, 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 da. like, you always had like very aggressive coming at you. Could have You, you could have used your verses off a lot of your records. As like fucking battle raps versus random people, because every verse you had smacking the shit out of people doing shit like it was punchlines. Yeah, that's how. That's how <laughs> I, I would say if I had a battle rap career, that's what it was. Like there was like it was never like I know you and I could think of all this shit I could say about you. You know what right. I'm saying? It was just like if we battling, you say your best shit, I'm gonna say my best shit. And that was it. But I, I, I really, I was, uh, nobody really wanted to fuck with me. But I, mean, I ain't saying it like <laughs> you were crazy. I ain't saying it like that. But I never got approached. I think, nobody, I think it was that. Somebody or something like that. I think it was that, bro. You were that fucking nice compared to everybody. It took people a while to catch on because the way this shit works is, and this is why homage is not, and, and it's very important for us to always pay it because times move so fast and nobody's going to account for what you taught everybody at that time. There's nowhere we could go on the website and see that right I'm now. I'm just hearing your we can't, yeah, we can't, But, but you got to hear it from the people that have stored it in their fucking brain. Mm. See, I remember when you had the most cutting edge, you were the best in the world for that window, in my opinion. Like in, in that window, I think because everybody was so far behind, for mm. them to have caught up to where they are right now, they have to learn from seeing something that's better than them. This is how it always works with everything, bro. Do, do you and feel I feel like, like you were influenced for that. I even feel like, I, and I don't know if this is true, and I, and, and I want to ask him, I feel like Crooked Eye used to listen to you because I feel like the most similar, the only person that I could tie a line to on the West Coast is Taj and Crooked Eye. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you had that style. It was like a precursor to it almost. Mm -hmm. Do you, um, so <laughs> I was that question. was my point. I, I, no, I, it wasn't I, I a question. Was a question. <laughs> I was like, I was like, yeah, I was waiting for it. It, it, it wasn't a question. I just, that's how I felt about like your style at the time. You know what I mean? So the battle thing is, was the question. No, nah, but, you, um, you answered it. When you like, so you, you guys had an incredible string of th those first three albums mm. on loud or flawless front to back. It's one of the best runs I've ever seen of a group in history from uh, mm. from 21 and over to coast to coast to liquidation that that way. And then after that is when you made the Rap Life album. Right, like, right. So during that transition, was it kind of weird leaving the comfort of being in a group and like, oh shit, like I'm about to blow up as a solo artist. You you, you got, you looked a little bit jiggier. You had the, you feel yeah, me? Yeah. Like it was a little flossier energy around it. Like what did that feel like at that time? Or were you like, I'm about to fucking blow up? But that was, see, the whole thing was when I was with the alcoholics, that was a, um, how you say it? Like that was a different persona of right. different that was a different alter ego i guess you know what i mean like the rap life shit i call myself flashy tashy and all this shit and everything that's the real me though you know what i'm saying like i like nice shit and this and that the alcoholics was just so much fun you know what i'm saying like you ain't i, I just come to shows in beach shorts and flip flop you know what i'm saying just have fun spray beer on motherfuckers stage die, do all this crazy shit and i thought that that's that that was my that was my hip-hop right there you know what i'm saying that was my underground shit right there but then when I started getting older and everything, and, and I, I realized that that I could do other shit, you know what I'm saying? Just like the shit with Carl Thomas, like you probably would have never heard that on the alcohol. Right, yeah, I never. Carl Thomas, you know the shit with LV, you yeah, know, yep. uh, that's this amazing. And that. So I had all this shit I wanted to say and do and all this and everything. And that's when that flashy tassie just, you know, just, just it just took off, man. Uh, hold on, quick question: When you said. Um, my weed is gone. Da -da -da. I, I broke it up to go get a light from LP. Da was that a real story? LV. Yeah, Chicago. Oh, you said LV. That, yeah. That's why you said not LP. Yeah. So, so that actually happened that in Chicago? Happened, they took happened, your weed? Yes. And I, <laughs> I, had to, I had to tell them motherfuckers. Hey, tell us the story real again. fast. No, no, just real nah, quick. Nah, whatever I said on the rap, that's what it was. <laughs> I don't remember who the motherfucker was. I, don't nothing. I, just remember I said, I got to say something about this shit, man. Yo, I thought that was fire because I always wanted to know if that happened to you. I thought it was a real story, too, when it I heard was, it. It was, man. You can't make shit up like that. 
<laughs> you could. But. No, no, it was good. But people recognized early in the industry that you had a propensity for lyrics, which led you to doing some ghostwriting, which included writing Lil Bow Wow's <laughs> first ever rap. Let me find this shit right <laughs> quick, man. Let me, let me hear let me, about it. Okay, listen, I'm going to tell this story while I Insert find this shit. Insert it into the question queue. Because I'm really, I just want to, I just want to, let's see, listen Come to on. me. There's not. I'm not coming at nobody. Hold up, a little bow wow. Did you write that? Arsenio Hall. Wow. You wrote five year old bow wow bars. Let me put Arsenio Hall. Five year old bow wow bars. Okay, this is what happened. <laughs> like I said, we're from Columbus, Ohio, right? Okay. Okay. Here we go. I know everybody's seen this, right? Yep, see yep, this? yep. Oh my God! Look at Tiny Bow Wow. So this rap right here. Y'all got to put it on the screen. Little right there. little Tiny Bow Wow. They might have to edit this book. Okay, look. Oh my god. Remember this on our studio? This time, Smith! Yeah. I can okay. hear it. I hear it. I hear it. Okay, first of all, I hear the flow. First of all, I don't know how old this little man was. <laughs> He's cussing. But this is what happened. I lived in California. They lived in Ohio, right? These are his pops and moms, I guess. I used to go back to Ohio, go to Columbus every summer to take these demos. I mean, I take the demos, but I go see my grandmother and all this type of shit. And I take a demo that me and Swift made every summer and I would sell it, do whatever with my boy DJ Wiz, rest in peace. And the bottom line is I had this song called Styles, right? And the song starts over, it goes, Style One, nigga, because I'm conscious as a newbie and I da 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 because the system trying to do me in. There's some crazy like, shit like that, but I went style two, style three, style four. Shit that a six-year-old cannot write. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so the demo He's leaked He's still not writing. The, what the, you the, mean? The demo got around <laughs> Columbus and all this shit. And then me and Swift was kicking back one night. And um, it's a longer story than this, right? But the whole thing is that my boy Wiz called me and said, you ain't going to believe this shit. He said, you remember the little boy I was telling you about that could rap and everything? Because I think he came by with his pops when I was in town or something like that. The bottom line is he said, man, Snoop Dogg just signed a little boy, man, right. off your rap. And I said, what? He said, yeah, he came to Columbus. Snoop Dogg heard him backstage. His pops said, my son could rap. Snoop said, rap. And he said, he said, Joe shit. And I didn't believe him. I said, yeah, okay, well, you know, good for him and everything is a five. What am I going to do to a five-year-old? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> whatever. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't even I was probably, you know, drinking this shit. I wasn't even Plus, we own now. It's like, no, this is right before the alcoholic. Right. You didn't care about it. I didn't. I Wait, went, so I didn't, this isn't even ghostwriting. This is straight thievery. Yeah, they stole my shit. Yeah. But then like, the whole thing, but the whole thing was that I didn't believe it till a month later. He told me this, the little boy got signed and shit and this and that. And I said, congratulations. That's cool. We got it. You know, I didn't make sense at the time. Okay. You said my rap. Why do we keep old. hearing these stories, man? <laughs> but the whole thing is that we was God in LA. Damn. And Snoop, I mean, not, not, yeah, Snoop was on our city. So we're going to watch this shit anyway. Snoop popping right now, you know? Then he said he has a little boy from Columbus, Ohio. So we definitely tuned in. And then my boy Wiz called me and said, hey, man, what time is it out there? Because Arsenio comes on earlier, I guess, on the East Coast or whatever or some shit. He said, you got to watch this. You got to watch Arsenio. And me and Swift just sat there. We're like, what, what is he? You know, he didn't tell us why or this or that. And as soon as I saw that, he spit my whole shit on Arsenio. How do you feel when you heard that? I didn't know how to. He's a five-year-old. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I ain't going to beat him up. Like, you know what I'm <laughs> Like it, basically, it basically fucked me up so bad. I think we high or drunk or something. I, I couldn't believe it. You know what I'm saying? And, and the whole thing is that I never pursued it. I tried to tell. I, I'll, I'll tell you the truth. I was, at, I was in Miami and I tried man. to tell Bow Wow this story one time. And that motherfucker wasn't having me. Yeah, security guards and shit. He was in And it was like, I, I, I was hella faded too. I, I walked into us. Hey, man. You don't know say all of this ear is a club. That's crazy. So we man. couldn't hear what I was saying. And, and I just realized that that wasn't the right time to tell the whole story. So I just yeah. walked away or whatever the fuck. You know? That's amazing. But the whole thing, this. this and Swift probably still got this demo. You could play them next to each other. But the whole thing is that I never got a thank. That that was really his introduction to the world. That's you know what I'm crazy. Nobody knew who this little boy was till Arsenio Hall, 1993. Is it 93? Yeah, 93. You heard it here first, man. You ain't heard this in another interview and anywhere been else. Cracking ever since for. And you know what I want to say though is um, shout out to Bow Wow. Yes, yeah, because shout out to That's because, a, because no, not only because what you know, whatever. Like I'm just saying, I just my, want him to know the truth about his history. Yeah, yeah. Man, he's five anyway, so this is not like a shot at him. But I want to say shouts out to Bow Wow because he's actually. Yeah. Contributed to battle rap, and he's actually put on 
uh, an event for Battle Rap, probably a couple. He actually did some shit for Battle Shout Rap. Shout out so to Bow Wow. I, so I, 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 I give Bow Wow like, respect because he he wild. contributed to our art form and he didn't like cake off it or do any no crazy shit. Like he did it for the fun of it because he actually liked it. Shouts Bow out to John. Bow Wow is eating <laughs> off the culture. <laughs> and shouts out to John John the Don too. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, that's how that I know all Bow Wow happened. I think that's his cousin, right? I mean, I, I know that's how that whole thing happened. So like, I'm just saying shouts out to that whole situation just because they have shown respect to the art form and they actually contributed. So, you know, I mean? but that's I was, a crazy story. And if you listen to him, he cussing like a motherfucker saying nigga cussing. Like, yeah, he's the, he was the craziest five-year-old ever. Yeah. No, I'm saying on the, right here. No, but my, he was crazy in, in general when yeah, he, was, he was coming up in the videos. Like, he looked like a grown man when he was it young, made me braided feel good. up and all It made me feel good that the world looking. finally heard my lyrics through a five-year-old. You know what I'm saying? It, it made me feel good. It was, it was, it was dope. I, I talked to his dad one time, too. I, I don't really know what's up with him, but... He called me, or I called him, or something like that, and I was gonna try to tell him the story. I think he was drunk too, or something. But he he, he started yelling off top and shit, like I was coming at you for some money or something. I like niggas, like first of all, I don't even know him. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know how I got in touch with him, but he just was off top, bitter than a motherfucker. He was like, "The fuck you talking about?" All this shit, and I'm like, "Look, dude, you know what I'm saying? These are my bars." Yeah, I, I think I hung up, or he hung up, or some shit, but it, that, that got nowhere. But so with this platform right now, at least niggas know the real story. You know, it's um not an exciting one, but no, nah, it is. <laughs> I, we hey, we we we. No, nah, that's fire. That's crazy. That's though. a, that's I look a at good this. story. I remember man. I was sitting on Swift Couch when I saw this. I was like, this motherfucker. I mean, you technically you technically can say this because we believe that content is king, man. You you technically gave him his breakthrough. Yeah, you know, I'm just saying. You can say it's Arsenio Hall and whoever the nothing. hell is behind it, but do, it was, I don't want nothing but a I don't want nothing but a for motherfuckers to know the story. That's yeah, it. Yeah, man. Shouts out to Taj, man, for for breaking through Bow Wow, man. You heard it here first, man. Content is king, man. Without the content, you can't make it, man. We know the machine was behind it, but come on, man. Back to the bars, man. The bars. This I is where it started. That <laughs> with with that being said, on top of that, there's another person that got their start in the industry rocking with you as well. It's come to my attention that uh, Whack 100, his first industry gig ever, was working with <laughs> The Licks. Yeah, well, we get, matter of fact, check this out. I texted J-Mo last night. My boy I, got I, a dangerous a, ass phone. Y'all see yeah, that, man? Yeah, he keep going. Hey, man, check this out, bro. He nah, because look, I, I, talk, I talk, And he I got an Android. That's a real life hey, sociopath right there. Right I, right <laughs> I talked to J-Mo last night, and I said, J-Mo, I said, we whack you to kick with us every day, but I don't remember how I know, like where I met him at. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So that's I, you said you said uh, J-Ro from Pacoima though, yeah, so that's, it makes sense. That's the connection. And hold up, hold up. J Bo hit me back and I said, Where did we exactly cause I just see him at, at Wolf House and mm -hmm. it used to be us corrupt. It used to be um shout out to um draw. I mean uh, shout out to um who else was up there? There's a lot of people up there, uh Hump, um, bunch of people, whatever. But I asked J Bo, I said, you know, cause Mac Aside from all the talking and all that shit, Wax is a good person, man. I like, you know what I mean? I used to know him, kick it with him, this and that, and, you know, and this and that. Some people got things to say about him and shit. I don't be getting into all that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, saying? when you're in a spotlight, man, it's going to be a bunch of everything. Yeah, man. but, you know, it's, um, but anyway, this is what j replied to me. Um, I just asked him exactly where did we meet, like, Wax at, and j knows you way more than I do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But we was with each other every day, but he said, uh, Wax, he came to, Chill with us, chill with me and Wolf the day he got out, meaning got out of jail. It says, I took him to Ice-T's house that same day. It says, a few days later, we had a show at USC. And, hold up. A few days later, we had a show. He, he was on stage with us at USAC doing security. But the he was? Yes. It says, but he started throwing the fans off the stage. <laughs> it says, I told him that probably wasn't the right job for him. <laughs> It says he always gives us all props for giving him his first ever job in hip hop. So, it's amazing. Okay, that's what it meant. I didn't know what it meant. Gave us his first job. He's in. tossing I he fans off the stage. Yeah. Yo, what the Yo, but, and that—that's something that's ill about y'all too. Um, is that y'all was like so y'all performed at a senior prom I went to when I was 
in 12th grade like y'all performing Crazy. at senior prom like y'all was doing a lot of local shows uh -huh. in la like y'all were big artists like i want to say y'all was like the biggest artists that were somewhat accessible i want to know what the hell we, we did we we wrapped it uh that's how i first met alchemist we yeah 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 we met alchemist that yeah. is a high school prom you know or, or homecoming it was, the, or something. it was the i think y'all probably got booked through a 3h uh the the dude that wound up signing kanye he signed dilated what the hell is the alcoholics doing at a high school Bruh. prom Bruh. Right, <laughs> it was lit. It was lit. Crazy. It was lit. Yeah, it wasn't but, my prime. It was a shorty. I was yeah, like, but we was fresh out of high, high school. school yeah, that's but, crazy. But yeah, but anyway, I, I, I that went by so quick. I don't want nothing to get misconstrued and everything. Wax the you know, wax the homie man, and, and I ain't talked to him in a long time since then. So like you said, I just remember that part. Like when you say you see me. You know, in one way, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the stuff I hear and everything, I block it. I don't know what's really real and what's not. I don't pay attention. So I just remember the, the whack of old. They just kind of cast and so so what what's people. next for you, man? Solid. Huh? What's next for you, Taj? We want to know what 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 like but, well actually the let's smokeaholics, but we want to let's talk about the smokeaholics, but I want to talk about after that. Rap uh, shit. Actually, this this yes, right here come is my, on. this is Adventure Two. This is my clothes company. Uh as I'm a part of. It's called Live Victorious. These are, these are nice, man. That one's empty. That's these all full. You got the ta Toblerone boxes. Nah, the Toblerone. <laughs> oh, you been overseas, huh? But this the um, this the smokeaholics. You know how everybody evolves. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like we can't be the fifty year old. I, I think drunks, it's amazing you know that yeah, mm -hmm. that you 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 you. It's crazy how you rebranded it, but you still kept crazy man. This is genius. I think like because you could have just did like some other smoking shit, but you mm -hmm. actually. Kept the alcoholics branding, yes. even the the, the way it looks. We, you know we, what I'm saying? Like we call it's crazy. too. It ain't no gimmick, man. We, you know, we promoting this. Um, yeah. You know, shout out to my squad over Smoke there. The holics, man. These are, are these rolling know, papers shout out right so here. So smirk and everything. No, this is this is. What no, let these? me show it to you real quick. This is uh, this is not nah, that. That one's empty. It's like this though. This is what people trip off of. Are these joints? These are Yeah. They, they oh yeah, you got a joint in there. But I don't know if you can see that. See that white strip right there? Yeah. That's the cocaine right there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I got hype. I'm naturally on coke, man. If I smoke that, I'll die. <laughs> these are smokeaholic tea rolls right here. We got the uh, see, we we come with fuse. We got the garlic. What is it? So you got like keef gummies. in there, or wax or some shit? Biscotti. That's THA. THA. The white seeds. Man, y'all into some other shit now, Biscotti man. I just smoke runs. weed, man. Regular weed, man. Cookies right and cream. <laughs> Jet fuel gelato, but you know we. So what? What is that? What is the uh, uh, THA or whatever you just said? It's like Keith, but but know. what does that mean? The, the abbreviation. You get out. Yeah, yeah, you asked me too quick, man. Damn. <laughs> uh, nah, THA is, is like THA. Um, we don't the, even know what we yeah, smoke right, anymore. Like, probably all right, man. <laughs> THA, right ladies there. and gentlemen. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah THA. The. You think I'm bullshit? That's really the. what it is. The. You think I'm fucking uh, up? Nah, like, I don't. I'm pretty sure I'm this shit fire and it'll put you on your ass. I'm just saying. Alexa, what is THA? Yeah, right. Man, that's crazy. Yeah, no, the Smokeaholics branding is crazy. So as far as rapping, man, like what what oh, what, what kind of projects I, 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 you got? Really, I'm gonna do this album. Huh? Bust that. Bust yeah, that. We are, that's what bust I want. That, bust that. Bust that. And you, then, then yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now tell us about the record. Uh, basically, like I said, um, 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 I tell the story a lot now, but uh, about a, about about five six months ago, I was doing a podcast, right? And somebody was going through the whole drinking thing, and you know how you feel, and da da da. da. <laughs> and blah 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 and it was a trip because he asked me a question on the spot that meant a lot he was like he was like you're looking good you're looking healthier you're looking you know like you got your shit together this and that there was a lot of fucked up years i could see you know what i mean this and that you had a couple of bad seasons and shit what what do you what do you regret the most out of the most out of them time period you know and really, the answer I gave him was, because I thought about it, I was like, you know, all the shit that we got, materialistic shit, chains and cars and, and, and boats, and I mean, I had jet ski, all the shit, you can get all that back, you know what I'm saying? You get your looks back, hit the gym, do whatever, but you can't get back the time, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So what I did, I'm gonna, I'm um, basically, I'm gonna I'm call my new album, it's gonna be called Wasted, right? So you will see the big ass Wasted, then in parentheses, it's gonna say time, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Oof. Because I want you, Get your attention, just like we always did with the smokeaholics, alcoholics, yeah. whatever. That's that, that's attention getter. That's another genius now, branding right there. When smart. I start telling these stories, I'm gonna start telling them from the other side of the bottle. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> all the all the fun and partying in Vegas, you know, stripper bitches and all this shit. That's fun once in a while. You know what I'm saying? 
But when that becomes like your everyday MO, your old day, like you just say, you look better and shit. You know what I'm saying? That's what all that wasted time. <laughs> like, I how did I used hand. to look, man? You know, and, and, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I gotta look back at some old photos. A lot of people have been telling me that. Like, damn. <laughs> you said I was well, taking compliment, like, goddamn it. You trying to act like I was crazy uh, yeah. for even saying that shit. <laughs> hey, like, motherfuckers like, always be doing that, man. Take the compliment, uh, man. We're like, telling you, you, you look young nah, again, when, Tash. When, when, like, you look like a star again. When like 12 people a week tell you that, that's different. No, but. I totally understand. I overstand. I understand how that feels. So yeah, but wasted time is coming. Um, you know, like I said, this Live Victorious is on my mind. Um, shout out to Ducks and everybody. You know, Vegas is a Vegas brand company, but I mean, it started in Vegas, but you know, it's doing real good. Um, so that, Boy, so that's your brand. Yeah, I'm co-owner. You, you, you're yeah. a co-owner in that it, brand? It was started before me, but nice, I, man. I yeah, really man. like this. So, uh, let's, let's get that package going, yeah, man. Yeah, like, two of them things. Nice. Hey, Come on. Two of them things. We got leathers and all kinds of <laughs> Two of them go things. The, go, and, and somebody hacked our, our shit too, man, so please go to Live Victorious on IG. As simple as that. Live Victorious. Yeah, come on. But, you know, since we're a battle rap podcast, in fact, the coolest battle rap podcast in the world, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you a battle-related question, especially because... It's about casual. Come on. Two of the best lyricists in the West Coast, L.A., Oakland. I fuck with both of y'all on multiple levels. What happened with you and casual from Higher Road, bro? What, what's going on? Y'all y'all <laughs> making nigga, diss tracks back and him. forth? Ask him. I don't know, man. He y'all just... making diss tracks? Uh, yeah. I mean, basically, I went on... Um, y'all saw we was on Drink Champs and shit, right? Yeah. Did you watch it? Of course. I didn't watch the whole thing, but I know you were on there. Did you hear anything I said about it? All, all I'm trying to do is that everybody was saying everybody's getting this versus money, right? Right. So the dude asked me, EFN, shout out EFN too, the homie. Um, um, EFN asked us, and we asked me, um, who would we like to do a versus with, right? But we had just talked about this before we was on the air and everything, and I, I, I was shooting our names and shit, and, oh, that's a good one. Nah, that's a, you know what I mean? And this and that. So when he brought up the hieroglyphics and all that, I was thinking in my head that that might be a good one because we're the same, you know, the time at the time, time ninety three till yeah. infinity. We came out of ninety three, yeah, yeah. all that type of shit. So basically, me and Cash was on tour. Um, I forgot the name of the motherfucker, but not the Red Cup tour, there's some other tour. But like me and him didn't see eye to eye. I can't, I can't, you know, it's it's like he he, he gave me bad vibes the Wasn't whole time vibing. and shit. Like I'm, I'm party down over here, he over there doing whatever he do. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm looking at him like. Yeah, so I, I don't know if I can hang around yeah. this dude, cause it, you know, but he's still my boy though. He's still my homie and shit. I, I ate dinner at his crib with his people, and you know, um, we we go back, you know, just through the hip hop circuit. But whatever I said, it was a competitive, you know, thing. I said, yeah, and, and I got a rap already for Casual, which I did. You know what I'm saying? Oh shit! So he took that as it was just a, uh, a I don't know. He took it wrong and shit. So he, he put out some bullshit as like he freestyled a, a, a verse about me that. Making up all kinds of shit, and you know, well, there ain't no battling to me, you know what I'm saying? Your imagination going wild, my nigga, and this and that. But I never even heard his rap. Somebody played it for me on the phone, but it just so happened that I was with my boy Dukes, and we was in the studio in Black Silver, and they was like, You gonna let that shit slide? And I was like, That nigga ain't even worth it, and everything. They was like, You gonna let that shit slide? And so I dropped this shit called Casaho <laughs> instead of Casual, it's called Casaho. <laughs> and they, they, they called me and wanted to, you know, I mean, they hit me on the DMs, and you know, they. We put a video out and everything. They they took me. They made us take it down, man. Because you know it was a um, it was very disrespectful. I'm gonna you tell know? y'all like this. We got our platform GTX. What's that? That's our that's our battle rap league. The the event you was just at the other day. <laughs> I know like, you know that? what. I, oh, I, I can, I can get him on that. <laughs> you can. Get, I would love to facilitate Ooh. Tash versus Casual. Shots would you would you would you be down to do an acapella thing without a beat? What's that? When now? Aca- no, I'm saying. All that weed up in the motherfucking crazy. battle. Tad, I'm, I'm like, saying yeah. if we if we set up a battle with you, like in someone only if, like only casual. If you, only if you let me let me practice with you. you oh yeah, yeah, we have practice. Yeah. But, nah, but, yeah, <laughs> yeah. nah, listen though, listen, because I'll hey, probably know, have an event at the same time. We a spar, but look, if you could, if you comfortable. Mm-hmm. Rapping without a beat, you would kill shit. Cause I, I already know you you got the capacity for bars. And all you gotta another, do is be comfortable rapping without a beat. That's, that's another all. thing I noticed about you with your battles and shit. You loud as a mother. Like the dude was battling the other day. <laughs> I sit in the VIP, I can hear cause I, I, I went closer so I could hear what he was saying. I was like, 
I can't hear him. And everything. Then you come on, yeah, blah, 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 like a Jolly Rancher. And all this shit, I was like, ah, oh, man, this is about to, this is about to over with what's Yes, I got him to quote it's one of my bars started. after quoting all of his shit my whole life. Oh, cut it off. But that was a dope-ass battle. It's the first time I've been up and close to a battle of that magnitude. You right. Know what I'm it feel different. Well, yeah. But, so, so like, but basically. But you asked him a good question, though, about the, um, about the acapella thing, because I feel like your flow, which is one of your biggest strengths, is so geared to like carving these unique pockets yes. in the beats. You know what I mean? So you, I, I feel like you would be good, like because you just you have pauses. If you have a lot of pauses, you can make it an acapella because that's pause, all it's about. B? You gotta pause, son. That's what the that's what the acapella shit is about. You gotta find your own pockets. There's no there's no tempo. You gotta create, you gotta create one in your with head. it. And Cash is my man. So I, I function with. Th that's the cutty right there. I would. I will set that up. Get y'all both a bag. But my battles me? be my battle raps be bad. Well, actually, I was just having fun with. You, you want to hear what I said about Casual? Yeah. yeah. Okay. This is what I. This, look, <laughs> what I dropped this fun over the, I dropped this over the over the, over the Timberland beat. But you probably ain't gonna be able to hear it. But I just give him a little quick twenty. It's time to put this total nigga Anyway, that shit go on for like hella long nah, shit, But the up. thing is, like, I you just see how say, like you're rapping, like you're you're the, you already got the concept of the punch punch back to back. You're wasting no time. You're like But see, y'all probably looking at us like we rapping like we at eight mile or some shit. No, but because we understand how time works, Taj. Like it was a different time period. That's hard for that time. Frame. Like now, that sounds different, but but I bet time, you if I said this, I'm saying people were like, rhyming Winnebago with a bunch of fucking shit back then, bro. Like I'm telling but, you. But the thing is, the, the <laughs> thing is this though, like too, like like to me, the way that y'all get down in the in the rap game with battles is diss tracks. You right. feel me? I'm a fan we, of the. That's that, how we I feel. That's that how we the, feel yeah. about the shit generally. That was the first record that I, I mean, uh, rap I ever recorded a diss about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, I never heard and you I, do I, that. I wouldn't even think about that motherfucker. Like, I ain't got no bad feelings about him. I just know I could rap better than him. And that, they, that, they, listen, man, that's saying. hip hop. Nah, you talking the shit right now? Hey, casual man, what's up? We he gonna he, respond? He, he, yeah, he, he yeah. Because look, bro, Lush Lush made a point, man. Because we we're a platform for raw hip-hop right so the only way we're gonna allow anybody on this platform if they're real fucking lyricists we don't give a fuck if you rap or sold records or none of that mm. you guys are fucking lyricists and you had an issue maybe it's not an issue anymore but maybe it didn't get closer no, this is new, i don't this even know what he's talking about this that's is what i'm new. saying he jumped up over this is new okay so, so, so right now right now okay so look there's no closure for this so if 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 we could get you guys to Settle it like real lyricists yeah. without a third party. You know what a third party is? A third party is a fucking beat. We don't want a third party. We want Taz versus casual. You know what I'm saying? That's it. There's no influences. I don't want to hear your engineer. I don't care who could put together the best shit. I, we just want to hear you guys bar out. And I feel like it's fair because, bro, it's a genius idea because, look, none of you have a disadvantage. Both of you don't battle. There's no excuse for this. Mm. And y'all both we might have to nice talk about this again. Like casual fire, you fire. Oh, like, that should be crazy, bro. I'm definitely it's going on the card with us on you know what. That's what I'm saying. We got yeah. a big announcement soon. Maybe we can facilitate. The business is right. We definitely not opposed to that. Man. Like there's, it, it's dope to see where you at now. It's dope to see like to reflect back. Um, literally like so. Um, my auntie. Um, used to work, actually still work for Dan Aykroyd. And, um, you know, Dan Aykroyd used to own the House of Blues. So the House of Blues was, in, back in the 90s, most popping venue for hip-hop shows in L.A. Uh, Dan Aykroyd owned the House of Blues? I used to terrorize in? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I used to terrorize in. So I was, um, I, was 50, I was 15 years old. That's a, I was an 18 and over venue. But because of my auntie's jug, I was able to go and get my partners in and see shows. So I seen y'all and uh, Buster Rhymes. And it's crazy because the Black Eyed Peas opened up for y'all. Like, mm. Before, like when they was passing out their demo tape, like I got a copy of the demo tape that had uh, Joints and Jams and Falling Up and 
and all that. They their first, and it was right when y'all had put out um, Liquidation. Mm. This was probably what nine six nine seven around yeah, that time, yeah. and uh, it was the best live show I ever seen in my life to this day. It was an incredible show. So another another alcoholic fun fact: Will I Am gave me the most money I ever got for a feature. So shout out to Will, <laughs> motherfucker. Will I am. Am. Hey, well, shit. Before we go, I wanted to uh, say I got a care package from the homie man. Got some alcoholics gear. You already know, man. Some real shit. Right yeah, here, shout man. out this, smirk, smirk alert, this, little this, smirk don't this hurt. Some fire ass shit. Hey, right I might here, steal man. that so hat, by, man. That's that might get that shit, might man. get stolen. Original shirt, man. I mean, you already fucking know, man. That's some amazing shit right here. And I got the stickers. I used to stick these on everything in there, mama, man. Put this everywhere, bro. Nah, this shit was hey, all man, we did it, hey, man. Well, I, I feel some type of way yeah. that you ain't bringing another care package, bro. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna give you I, some I feel this. some type of way. I got you, bro. I'm about the plan. I'm about the plan. He got you though. Well, listen, this has been an amazing podcast, man. I'm, I'm glad we got to chop it up with you. We got to hear some shit we didn't even expect to. We learned a lot of shit that we didn't know, man. And it's good to like indulge on our history. You know how much we respect our West Coast shit, too. Like this is like amazing for us to hear, you know, how, how you came up and just where you're at right now. And hopefully we can work with you on that other thing. You know what I mean? What about, how about, about this, up. though? We, 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 you give me a straight yes or no. We got two names that sound like some shit. Disaster. Catastrophe. Mm. Yeah. What you, you trying to do? You want to do a song? <laughs> Easy oh, call. On, man. After all you said, I... Come on, man. Come on. We got to do go, something. Man. Hey, you know what? That a, that's something that'll make me really take making a song serious. So we like, said, I'm, I'm, I'm do it together. Yeah, let's shit. get it, man. That's, make be it good, happen, man. Captain. Well, shit, man. This this Shout definitely you you just went full circle on this episode, man. Anything else we want to say, man? If you want to plug in some shit, man, you already know. Follow us on all the socials and on Twitter, God Tier Podcast. Straight up, man. We trying to build this shit for y'all. Can get I you say more content? Yeah, go ahead. I just want to say this. I, 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 the last uh, six months of my life and everything, I'm stepping into deep waters and everything. But I started managing an artist named Junior Boy out of Dallas, Texas. Okay. He has a song out right now with NBA Youngboy and Slim from 112 called No Love. And this and this little boy go hey, hard, go man. go check that out. You this young man, man go Junior hard. Junior Boy, you said that's his Junior name? Boy, J.U. Yeah, Junior Boy Dallas on That's IG. dope with Youngboy, huh? Okay. And somebody hacked my shit, too. I need some more followers. Taz <laughs> underscore of the alcoholics. Don't, the socials, man. Don't be clicking them links, bro. Come and on. We, and we throw a party every Friday night in Hollywood called Now Laters. Easy well, call. Yeah, hey, man, I appreciate it, man. y'all, man. This, this, this is the funniest know. interview, man. Y'all, y'all, y'all really nice made me love. Feel Take us up out of here, Lush. Worth it. And we about this biatch. All this biatch. Ooh.